Hello, and welcome back to They Made Another One, where each week we discuss an off-forgotten installment in a franchise and see if you should check it out for yourself. I'm one of your hosts, Corey, and in the words of Itchy, <laughs> with me, I've got Liam. It's not the end, friend, if you're a friend, friend. I feel the same way about you, pal, and your family. <laughs> What's your name? That's Harrison Ford talking to Chewbacca. What's your name? You didn't even let me say your name. Oh, what is uh, your name? I'm just your average life day enthusiast. Mitch, shut up. I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, so mine was less of a quote, more of a feeling, I guess. That the I thought the I think that was a direct books. quote. From that was a, that was, was one of the Wookies. It was either one of the Wookiees or it was the stormtrooper falling off of the balcony. Whatever you want it to be. That's what it was. <laughs> um, we finally did it, everybody. Um, we've done something that has kind of been done to death, in a sense. Uh, George Lucas literally tried to kill this movie. It did not work. And uh, now, uh, for generations, people have been around the holiday season watching the Star Wars holiday special and we have now too been duped into doing the very same. What we're here to find out is if we have anything new to bring to the table. What are our new thoughts and uh, assessments and assertions about the Star Wars holiday special? But before we get into any of that, whatever it takes to put that off for a little while longer in a certain sense, in a certain way, you know, it's the holiday season, and it could not feel more like Christmas outside. It's eight degrees and pouring rain. It's beginning to look a lot like climate change. And so what I wanted <laughs> nice to ask one, you meteorologist guys Jerry. Nice one. is, yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that bit going for the foreseeable future, I think. Uh, but what I would love to know is, uh, I think it's time to talk about Christmas a little bit and the holiday season and various other things. Do you guys have stuff that you want to get up to? Do you have stuff that you're looking forward to? Um, are you waiting for it to snow so it actually feels like the holidays? What's what's the deal here? How are we feeling? How are we feeling about you know the holidays? How are we doing? What are we, what are we doing? I'm good, bro. I'm I'm excited. I've I've learned since moving to this city that. Um, I can't wait around for it to snow here to celebrate my my holidays because two Christmases ago was the first Christmas in my life where there was no snow on the ground when it was Christmas. It was just cement as far as the eye could see. And that was the night I was planning to propose and I was going to do it on a walk with snow all around us. And I figured no matter where I do it on this walk, it could be a sidewalk and it's going to look beautiful because there's just going to be falling snow everywhere. I thought it was a, a, a guarantee. And I Little woke up Christmas know. morning, opened the curtains, just rainy on just rain on cement as far as the eye can see um so i went on the walk anyway trying to figure out where to propose like where would be a cool spot because now everything and just looks to be terrible. clear listener if you don't know proposing like marriage <laughs> just to yeah, set yeah. The scene. <laughs> yeah and uh so I, I just did it beside like some sh- shut down tie place next to a rusty fence that was that was the decision there's no wrong place to do it i don't think no, yeah, it worked out. I mean, uh, maybe I could have picked a wrong spot and I would have got the no, but I guess this wasn't it. I don't think you were getting a no. I think that's what I mean, though. Mitch, I heard your ums, but what I mean is, like, if you know that you're you're in love and you're in permanent love forever, 
and you want to get married. I feel like however you devise your plan, it's going to probably go over pretty well because the other person also wants to marry you. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's but kind of the whole, that's the ga- that's the name of the game. That's a very sweet way of thinking. I agree with you, Corey. I do agree. Maybe well, like, some what if people you did like a fight. truck stop, like like a truck stop toilet or something, you know? And then I mean, that truck stop toilet would be special forever. It's a special truck stop toilet now. The Thai place like is special now. We haven't eaten there, but I, I've, uh, I'm fond of the fence. I put a little padlock on the fence with a little etching of our initials in it, and we'll see how long that padlock stays there. And if it ever goes away, then uh, too, so too will my relationship. But yes, I'm excited for Christmas. I'm Does excited. she know that? <laughs> no, this is something I've decided for myself. This is confidential. I'm putting that in God's hands. Um, I'm excited for Christmas. I'm excited to watch Krampus. I, I didn't watch that last year, and I would really love to. I have it on Blu-ray. It's a great movie. Um, have you seen that one, Corey? Or or Mitch, because you guys both like Trick or Treat. I wanted to catch it when I... Wait, is it giving Trick or Treat vibes? Well, it's the same, same director-writer. Ooh, so it's full I, Trick I, or Treat vibes. I gotta get on that. No, I haven't yet. I I heard good things when it came out, but I didn't uh, didn't get there. Cool. Yeah, maybe we can link up. Have you seen that one, Mitch? No, I haven't seen it. But every time somebody says Krampus, I think of like the. I guess it's a drug. It's called it's called kratom. I don't really I don't <laughs> do it, but but my friends call it Krampus, and I just can't help but think of that which i, I don't even know i guess it's it's technically legal in canada i'm, I'm deep I'm, in a k-hole i'm high on well, krampus no that's no that's, that's something else no but. i know i know yeah. <laughs> i've heard of drugs dude yeah. cool yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we can link up maybe we can uh link up and we'll do a little mini discussion at the top of one of these christmas episodes but yeah i'm excited i saw that there's a oat nog on on the grocery shelves now like oat milk eggnog i want to try that that sounds fun so i got a couple things to look forward to and so does now i have to ask because you know it was wet and pavement and kind of eh outside when you proposed does this horrible weather we're having today where it's just raining and pavement outside make you feel like all all warm it sort of does yeah i've always been a huge fan of the rain it's the only weather that i like more than the snow just aesthetically um so i'm a huge fan it doesn't make me think of of christmas you know because it would take it would take a whole lot of uh christmases with rainy pavement for me to have that overridden in my brain but i do like it i I do like the weather yeah i don't mind this weather if it weren't just like a harbinger of bad news and and you think it is i mean historically we would normally have like some pretty permanent snow by now i think like the anomaly that you're describing is like the last few years not few like because it's happened a handful of times before that but it's become way more common recently i feel like Oh, and you're saying it's a it's a sign of doom, as in like climate change doom. It could be. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. It could be. Uh, yeah, maybe. I we I don't know if that exists, but it could. it could. When we uh when we did our episode uh about um Buddy the Elf and his animated adventures, yeah, um, that was very close to Christmas itself, and I remember standing out the front door of this house while it was raining and it was just like grass and pavement and recording a note like a voice note 
or no, it will it was voice to text into my phone of just like the weird mix of feelings that was evoking in me. And then I, and there was like deflated Christmas decor next door that was just getting rained on that was supposed to be like up and like bouncing around. It was just like broken and sad. It was just like dirty and like wet outside. And then I went back in and one of her roommates was like, were you like talking <laughs> outside? I was like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Wait, so was this this for the Buddy the Elf episode? Is that in there, or is this just a in Corey's personal? I was just sort of vault. like, I was I was just feeling feelings. I guess. Hang on, let me see here, Buddy. Um, so I have a note called Elf Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> On your computer? Yeah, and this this note starts by saying, um, I believe I am watching this the way it's meant to be watched. On an overcast afternoon as it pours rain and all the remaining snow vanishes into the ether, alone in a kind of dark room, wanting a warm drink I don't have, falling asleep in a chair, not taking notes until the end. And then I took notes through the whole thing. So I don't know why I said that. <laughs> so wait, so is this what the roommate overheard you saying? Were you speech to texting? I'm confused. See, that's the, the pro- that's the thing I don't know because these aren't. So I just searched Buddy the Elf because I wanted to find the note, but I would have to scroll to see if I made a separate note around that note that like clarifies what it was I was trying to accomplish. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, so is there? Did you record like an audio diary journal no. note? Oh, okay. I was. It was. It was to create text. Okay. But I that text may be what I just read. It also may not be. It, I'm realizing it will take too long to actually find. Uh, so I'm just gonna let that sort of myth linger for another year. Uh, but I do find it very funny that for no real reason I called that note Elf Reckoning. Elf is amazing. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know. Christmas is cool. It. I feel like as I've become an adult, um, it kind of increasingly doesn't feel like the holidays when it's the holidays, and I don't know if that's like, you know, living away from my family for like a few pandemic years and not really getting back for stuff. It's kind of compounding that feeling. But I feel like they just sneak up on me and then they're over and like I'm I'm missing some sort of crucial angle of mm-hmm. it all. I was never the most like Christmas driven individual, but even then I, I do feel like there's there's been sign of a uh a change. So I'm hoping to maybe do some stuff that maybe, you know somewhat festive. Cool. We can Krampus. We can Krampus, Krampus and drink some oat nog. Yeah, be careful who you say that around. You might get more than you bargained for. <laughs> That's right, but it's legal, so. Yes, it is. I mean, look, if I if I go up to somebody and say I want a Krampus and that's what it means to them, who am I to judge? You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? I can't argue with you there, Corey. Yeah. Anytime I've ever done any drugs, which is all the time, obviously. Always. That's Corey's thing. Um, It's because I just sort of asked if anybody had anything they wanted to do that day and if their answer was like Krampus or whatever bad news bears for me I'm having a I'm having a D-Day and I'm not talking about the Second World War um, 
I'm talking about drugs. drugs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so I'm in a bit of a, a hole here myself that I need to try to find a segue out of. Don't really have one. Mitch, it's uh, it's December now. It is. Well, actually, not quite. Uh, you know, kayfabe. You know, live in the moment. <laughs> kayfabe. <laughs> yeah. Kayfabe never dies. <laughs> Yeah, it's December. Uh, yeah. God, do you hate Christmas? What's your deal? Honestly, I'm kind of like, I like Christmas in the moment, but I find Christmas like in all the time, like building up to Christmas and people's enthusiasm for Christmas. Like, it's Christmas in like 30 days. Ah! Or like all <laughs> it's of It's Christmas that. in 75 days. <laughs> you know, all of that. Um I find it kind of exhausting and I don't particularly like the time around Christmas too because everyone's trying to make plans and do stuff and I just like hate having to plan things. You hate being the it guy that everybody wants to have time with? I'd hardly say I'm that but I just like hate, I don't know, I I really don't like how busy it gets around uh, the holidays. Um but yeah, no, I mean, I like Christmas. I like doing family stuff. We need chiller holidays. That is your but message. It, it is like by the time Christmas is over and like New Year's is over too, like it's a collect, it's a big sigh of relief. I'm so happy to be done with Christmas when it's finally over. Yeah, I have like actual holiday vacation for the first time in many years. And um, it's dawning on me that I need to like make plans now. Because I could just say, oh, I'm working, and then I didn't have to do anything. Uh, but now I need to do that, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm supposed to figure that out? What do you mean? I, I want to sit here and watch absolute cinematic abomination. Like this. So, I do have a question, Mitch. Um, yes. Why, uh, why did you choose the Star Wars Holiday special why not fair enough <laughs> no no um, I, I picked it because you I've hate seen, us like, i've seen thousands of like not thousands but there's so many video essays on youtube about it and i've seen a handful of them and everyone talks about it like it's this unwatchable horrible thing and it's built quite a reputation over the years and so i kind of wanted to check it out for myself and that and i don't really love christmas movies so the ones that i do love um aren't sequels or there's very few of them that are so it was kind of difficult and i was like oh yeah there's this movie and it's kind of a stinker and kind of fun and i feel like we could make a good app out of it so that's why i picked it uh fair enough yeah my experience of the star wars holiday special up to this point was just a bunch of videos where i've seen snippets of the star wars holiday special alongside people talking about watching the star wars holiday special and it's just sort of famous badness um i had seen many chunks of the Star Wars Holiday Special through videos like those. Um, had never sat down to sort of watch it in person, but you hear the horror stories of it just being this kind of horrible wreck of a program. Uh, and Mitch decided it was time for us to experience that. Liam, is your assessment of the Holiday Special the same, or is this something you watched 85 times as a child? No, definitely, definitely not that. Um, yeah, pretty much the same. I had heard in passing that there was a star wars holiday special that was really bad i'm sure i've read the wikipedia page a couple times um just because it it's unique and 
was was buried by um the filmmakers and it's just kind of the thing of legends but really um I know so little about Star Wars that it, it's basically one of the only things that that I am even sort of familiar with when it comes to Star Wars. The only Star Wars thing I've ever seen is the the first movie, um, like the you know not, not yeah yeah that one New Hope. I've seen New Hope, and so I guess I'm watching Star Wars chronologically now in terms of uh, release. As chronologically as it gets, dude. Yeah, right after so, that. So yeah, why not? I'm all caught up, so I guess I don't need to know anything extra. But. Uh, yeah, I, I had only heard of Star Wars Holiday Special just because it's a piece of bad media and not necessarily because it's a Star Wars thing. And so because of that reason, I was kind of I was kind of interested to watch it. And especially because once I realized that this came out after the first movie and and before the second movie, I was like, cool, I, I know everything I need to know, I guess. Yeah, you were pretty up to speed. Mm-hmm. You weren't really missing necessary context. They were still kind of figuring out what it was that star wars even was at the time right like they had only made one (laughs) more was coming but they had made one so uh they could kind of do whatever they wanted and what they did is in the vein of it's just a variety show um it's just a television variety show um it's got segments it's got a narrative segment following Chewbacca's family and you know trying to get home for the holidays it's got a cartoon it's got songs it's got weird little impromptu bits that are supposed to be like funny sketches it's It's just Chewbacca's sexy wife it's got Chewbacca's horny grandfather watching some sort of like sexually stimulating VR show in the from metaverse. art carney um jefferson starship is there i don't know it's a it's a variety show it's like it's like watching you know like a, a very brady bunch christmas or something and like there's special guest stars and there's a we're doing a musical number and there's all sorts of things except there's a Wookiee's family on Kashyyyk, and what if they never spoke English? And you they're never... in a beautiful mid-century home. The architecture <laughs> in that house is beautiful. That fireplace, stunning. The, the, yeah, okay. Thank Chewbacca's you. family has extraordinary taste. Check, please. Um, so, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna do the cast and crew stuff now. There's not really a plot. Uh, the plot <laughs> is you need to get home for for Life Day. Uh, the Wookiees celebrate Life Day, um, and it's just like our holidays. And uh, the the Empire wants that to not happen because they're rebels. So then Han has to get Chewie home, and also Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia are there uh, temporarily. And uh, hijinks ensue. Not even really hijinks. Like a couple songs, and a separate thing about B. Arthur running a bar. And an instructional video ensue. That's what happens. Um, uh, So there's two directors and five writers and two editors. So I'm going to try to do this as fast as humanly possible. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, So this is directed by uh, Steve Binder or maybe Steve Binder. I don't know. Uh, He was the executive producer of the live action segments of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. 
He did Michelle Kwan skates to Disney's greatest hits, Aladdin on Ice, The Chevy Chase Show, Father Guido Sarducci Goes to College, The Patti LaBelle Show, <laughs> The Motown Review starring Smokey Robinson, and the Elvis Presley Elvis 1968 comeback special TV concert. Oh, hey, that's cool. Uh, so if you like television specials, I've got great news. Also, if you were interested in Disney on Ice, I've got incredible news. Steve Binder is your guy. <laughs> um, I don't know what Father Guido Sarducci goes to college is, but I felt like I needed to include that one. Uh, there is a second uncredited director named David Acomba. Uh, he had credits on something called Grave Misdemeanors. We've got, as mentioned, five writers. So I, I like uh, to think that they're all Chewbacca's family. Uh, we've got Rod Warren, who wrote for uh, the 55th Annual Academy Awards, as one example. Which uh, one was that? Uh, the 55th Annual Ones. I did not write the year down. I don't know. You're going to have to look that up. <laughs> How much time do you think I have <laughs> to be itemizing these things? Uh, the Lily Tomlin show, The Carpenters, A Christmas Portrait. Uh, the second writer is Bruce Valanche. That's a familiar name. Yeah, I can't place him though. I couldn't yeah, either, I know, but I, I know, but I knew his name. <laughs> big guy with the with the glasses. He would write yeah, for yeah. Uh, like the Emmys and the Oscars. Yes, exactly. Lots of Academy mm-hmm. Awards, and also uh, the Ice Pirates, and you don't mess with the Zohan. He's in both of those. Uh, he's also in something called Surge of Power, Revenge of the Sequel, which I think we have to do someday. <laughs> I think we're legally obligated. Wow. I don't even yeah. know if it is a sequel. Uh, hang on, let me... Uh... It's good enough. No, because oh, what you I'm can, saying You is can look that one up, hey, Corey? Oh, no. It, okay, it's a sequel. No, because we need to pick something for every year that... Um, you can look it up, too. We're all sitting at computers. Uh, you, we, all, we need to watch something coming up that um, sounds like a sequel but isn't. So I was like, if it's not a sequel, if it's like a joke name, then, you know, there you go. Whatever. Um, Pat Proft is another writer. Worked on Hot Shots 1 and 2, uh, Naked Guns 1, 22 and a half and 33 and a third. Uh, Police Academies 1 through, I think, 6. Scary Movies 3 through 5. Um, and a movie called Wrongfully Accused. <laughs> So, I don't know if those are the good scary movies or the bad ones, but... Three and four, you say? Three through five. Three through five. Three is awesome. The others are trash. Well, he did three. <laughs> good work. Um, We've got Leonard Rips. Yes, he does. Um, He, he worked on Frankenweenie. Um, but more importantly, uh, a few other things that I think are, uh, a lot of them have funny names, uh, psycho shampoo, which was for Gus Van Sant, um, love boat, the next wave. And are, are, are you guys familiar with the television show bosom buddies? Bosom buddies. It's those fucking Tom Hanks. Uh, bosom buddies is a show where two guys live together, but they cross dress 
so they can have affordable housing. I don't know if they like have to be women to live in this apartment. It's the only apartment they can afford, I think. So they just dress as women. That's wow. what bosom buddies is. Sounds like something like it hot. <laughs> yeah, it does. Mitzi Welsh. Welch. Mitzi Welch. Uh, had variously some writing credits and some music credits. Some music stuff for the Harvey Corman show and the Carol Burnett show, but was also a writer for Barbara Streisand and other musical instruments and a special Olivia Newton-John. So long and short of it is, if you wanted a television special made featuring celebrities, this is the fucking people you went to. Yeah, it sounds like the recipe for success was all there. Yeah, it's a who's who of 1970s TV. It's a who's who, except the problem is they wanted it to be based on Star Wars. Yeah, that's oh, the problem. Oh, that's right. I forgot and about that And all of part. these are real people. Um, the editors, Jerry Bixman, worked on Gary Shandling's show and a Billy Crystal special called Don't Get Me Started. Uh, and also a, an early Sandra Bullock movie called When the Party's Over. Uh, Vince Humphrey edited ABC After School Specials and Third Rock from the Sun. The cinematography is by John B. Field, who worked on Sinatra, 80 Years My Way, a bunch of Grammy Award ceremonies and Kennedy Center Honors ceremonies, and also Paul Simon's concert in the park. Uh, and the music that isn't by John Williams uh, is credited to Ian Fraser. Who worked on Scrooge, uh, The Secret of Nim. Uh, he worked on a movie called Zorro the Gay Blade. I've seen it. Uh, is it good? Not really. Okay. It's a it's a comedy. Um, uh, he worked on, also just quickly indulge me here for a moment because we get to talk about Christmas. Christmas in Washington and also various presidential inaugurations uh, and also Babes in Toyland. <laughs> that was exhausting. Um the cast includes, uh, if you can believe it, uh, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and James Earl Jones as uh, the titular Star Wars. It's all them. And they're all really uh, happy to be there. And uh, definitely not completely out of their fucking minds on cocaine, Carrie Fisher. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've he- I'd heard the joke before and I had seen it, but she is on another fucking planet. <laughs> like, it's, it's well. Uh, B. Arthur is in this as Akmena the bartender. She uh, is probably better known for the Golden Girls, I would assume. Uh, have a drink, friend. Or maybe Maud. Um, Art Carney plays Son Dan. Uh, <laughs> Firestarter, Last Action Hero. Um, the music video for the song Say, Say, Say by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Great fucking tune, that. Uh Diane Carroll plays um I don't I am convinced this credit is not correct because it's nonsense. Diane Carroll is the singer on the on the sexy VR headset, right? For the grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. It's credited as Mermia Holographic Wow. And like Art Carney says wow, but like why is the credited name Wow? Oh, that is weird. <laughs> Um, I so I'm convinced that's a mistake, but she's probably better known for Eve's Bayou than this. Uh, the band Jefferson Starship is here. You may know them better as Jefferson Airplane. I don't know. Um, 
Harvey Corman plays three different characters. He's playing Krellman, <laughs> Chef Gormanda, and a Morphean instructor, uh, probably better known for Lloyd in Space. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Though he was on an episode of Lloyd in Space, um, Blazing Saddles, The Carol Burnett Show, 101 Dalmatians, the series. A lot of Mel Brooks movies, like um, Jingle, many more. All the way. Dracula, dead and loving it. It's High funny. anxiety is really good that he's in. He's hilarious in that movie. Mickey Morton plays Mala, which is Chewbacca's mom, we think. Um, Star Trek, Small Wonder, Star Chaser, The Legend of Odin, The Dukes of Hazard. Uh, Paul Gale plays Itchy. Uh, he's in the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. Um, and then Patty Maloney is Lumpy. Uh, also in the Ice Pirates, uh, Charlie's Angels, AJ's Time Travelers, and you know the McDonald's mascots? Not a rhetorical question. Yeah, yeah, like Grimace? Yeah, just like that. So she, uh, there, there used to be the McDonald Land, and they would have like commercials and shows set in McDonald Land with all of the mascots, yeah? Um, uh, okay. Yeah, well, that just take that as fact. That's just true. Two tickets to McDonald Land, please. So pack your bags. Yeah, uh, she played Birdie, who you'll remember as the bird mascot. Right, one of the more forgettable mascots for sure. I think of Grimace and the Hamburglar. I don't think Birdie's Birdie. forgettable. I think there's just a lot. My brain like can several, only hold so much. There's like several politicians. You know what I mean, like. As McDonald's mascots? Yeah. There's Mayor McCheese. Oh, yeah, Mayor McCheese. I think there's two, actually. Hang on, maybe there's only one. I guess I really could have looked up when the 50th Grammys were, but now I've just chosen not to. That's what I'm saying. You could look it up, too. I know. It's not that I need to know the info. It's just a, a testament to our friendship that you wouldn't do it for me. Oh, uh, I guess Captain Crook isn't a, uh, he's not a politician, he's a pirate. Um, and uh, <laughs> Officer Big Mac is not a politician. Officer Big Mac is the chief of police. But that's kind of a politician. It sort of is, but like, I don't know. Hold on. McDonald Land, created by, why is there f- like 16 different created by credits? There's Willard Scott and Oscar Goldstein, and then separately there's Charlton Comics, and then Needham, Harper, and Steers, and then Data East, which is a video game company, and then Virgin Interactive, which is a video game company, Sega, Treasure, which I think is also a video game company, and Klasky Supo. Uh, but all of these are dated different years. How many times did they fucking reinvent fucking McDonald land? That's wild. That's like... That's like a lot of contracts going on. Like everyone wanted a piece of the pie. The 50th Grammys were in 2008. The 50th Grammys were in 2008. That's that's good to know, bro. And uh, why are <laughs> why do I need to know this? You asked. No, dude. I asked about the 55th Academy Awards, which were in 1983. I looked it up a oh, long did time you? ago. Don't worry. Oh, I thought it was the. I, the I thought you said the Grammys. They, that also. I also said that though. I also uh, said that. Okay. I also said that. That's why I was thinking about it because somebody else did those. 
Well, now I know extra information. <laughs> Would you believe me if I told you the 51st Grammys were in 2009? <laughs> There's no way. Um, um, I guess, okay, so I can't stall anymore. Um, I'm impressed we got this far. Can I just choose to not... Yeah, I, I think so. I think... Uh... I think people have heard what they probably came to the podcast for, which is our own unique little anecdotes um, about our lives. But as for the Star Wars holiday special, you know, it's probably what you would expect. I want to hear what Mitch has to say. What are we realistically... Hang on. What are we realistically going to say that has not been said already a hundred thousand times? You could say that about like so many movies that we do. That's this true. Let's like let's not per- sell ourselves. This is a joyless approach. It's Christmas for Christ's sake. And yeah. I, well, I I hate joy. Sorry. Yeah, well. I've I've never watched a, a video essay or a review of this, so your guys' thoughts will be new to me at least beyond uh, just the the idea that I've heard that it's bad. So I want to hear it. Mitch, you dug this grave. You lie in it. You're up first. Oh, man, such such dramatic terms. My goodness. Wow. I think that you have to watch this movie under very specific conditions. Very specific <laughs> Tell conditions. Tell us what those conditions are, Mitch. Tell uh, us how much Krampus you need to do. Uh, no, I don't know. No, I just <laughs> smoked a bunch of weed. Fired this puppy on. I genuinely don't believe that that saved it. I, uh, no, I, I had a hoot. I had a hoot. Like I was no laughing out loud. Way. Fuck you. I was I was laughing out loud like many times. I like now near the end that sort of wore thin. But I was like, I think that like, I laughed so hard watching this movie. It's such a nightmare. It's like it's a collision of like st- like unenthusiastic, strung out end of the seventies Star Wars. Nobody who wants to be there, everyone there for studio reasons or getting the check, colliding with like late night seventies TV stars and these drab interiors and everything is lower budget <laughs> and just not that well thought out and really far out and. Uh, no, I, I was just high as hell, and I was laughing through this movie the whole time. Like at one, I couldn't even contain my laughter in certain parts. Yeah, my, that's the, that's the drugs. My notes are deranged. Um, like what? Okay, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Um, well, you weren't ready for this to potentially be asked. Oh, okay, okay. What year were the fifty fifth Academy yeah, so, Awards? Yeah. Love the mid century wooden interiors of Chewbacca's home. Um, come on, Ma. Let's see a smile, and then R two busts the fattest nut on Luke. So powerful it terminates <laughs> the Zoom call with Chewbacca. Um, uh, the there's there's some good ones. I'm just going through. <laughs> yeah, Chew- baby Chewbacca needs to have his vocal cords removed violently. Um, <laughs> C-3PO is the only one more stoned than me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's true. There's no way. <laughs> Carrie Fisher was far more stoned yeah, than you were. Maybe. Um, why is there a fucking instructional video with a product that isn't real? And why are you establishing that the video exists because it's the only way to meet someone from that planet? And also, why are those beings malfunctioning as though they're robots and not organic? No, I, I, That's I, my question. <laughs> 
so this movie goes on way too long and it's fucked. But I think like if you get into that God, right seventy minutes into that right long. altered headspace and watch this movie, maybe even with friends, I feel like you could have a great time. I just watched it like spread eagle in my bed, um, and it was great. But uh, uh, as somebody who watched this stone cold sober and alone, so neither of the things you're suggesting, uh, this was a unique agony. Unlike nothing we've ever done on this show. Um, this was wow. brutal to watch. This was miserable. Yeah, I knew there was no um, way I could I could watch just, this movie sober just because it's, it's yeah. Minutes and minutes and minutes of genuinely unintelligible bullshit. Uh, because the Wookiee family is not subtitled, so they'll just sort of go to various parts of the house and gesticulate and fucking shriek and like <laughs> Then a song will start, or like the fucking Cirque du Soleil will come out, or Jefferson Starship is there, and then they'll do these fucking half-ass skit sort of narrative segments with, as Mitch said, a bunch of people who are probably just there for the check, and everything takes significantly longer than it needs to take, and it it's just it was it was miserable, it was miserable. There is nothing redeeming about it at all. Um, Did you like the cartoon sequence? I had seen it before, so I actually watched a version that didn't have the cartoon in it, and I just I didn't even correct that error. Okay, um, I think the cartoon sequence is is great. Uh, it doesn't do anything to save the rest of the experience, which is like seventy minutes long. Fair. Uh. Maybe it would have saved you last night, Court, when you needed it, it most if you didn't watch it last night. Maybe that's it was what you two needed. Ago. I've been sitting on this for days. No, uh, it wouldn't have. <laughs> no. Not possible. There's no saving it. <laughs> uh, it's bad, and everybody knows it's bad, and I've now seen it, and it's as bad as everybody said it was. That's it. <laughs> that's all. I uh I kind of lie between you guys actually. Um, what does that even mean? It means that I don't hate it as much as you, and I and I didn't enjoy it as much as Mitch. Um. So I uh I've been sober all my life, and uh, when when all my when all my friends started uh, drinking and doing drugs in high school, you know I think part of my brain was like. I need to uh, prove to myself and, and prove to them that I don't need those things to have fun. You know, I was kind of, I was really self-serious and I was like, I, I can do it myself. Um, I can make my brain have fun. And this was sort of the ultimate test of that. Going into this, <laughs> I, 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 I was certain that I would likely get a lot more out of it. I would probably, the, perhaps the only way I could get something out of it was to be high. Um, uh, but I stuck to my guns, um, and I I found enough things that were baffling that that it was it was endearing. It was endearing to watch. Um, it was just such a strange bit of uh, 
of pop culture that I, I kind of had fun thinking about, man, what if this was 1978? I'm a kid who was stoked on this movie, Star Wars, that recently came out. Um, I just love Star Wars. And I gather around with the family to watch this. And I, I was kind of... Um, in a fun little place while watching it, especially with the opening credits that tell you all the all the special guests that are going to be there yeah. and all the all the cast members who you know and love. It it the felt Irish like cut. oh yes, it felt like a, a little time machine, and so I kind of liked it just on that basis. And now, as it went on and on and on, I, I definitely wished that it was it was moving faster. But then something would happen, and it would kind of shock a bit of energy into me like uh mm -hmm. there would be a musical sequence or just a terrifying shot of a one of these wookie things and i was just like wow this i'm kind of this is worth watching it just for this and so i'm honestly a bit surprised that this movie is simply as hated as it is like i went on my letterboxd afterwards and just poked around a bit on my friends pages and also in the popular reviews and you really you only have half star, one star reviews of people calling it terrible. And then you have a few five star reviews of people saying like still better than The Last Jedi and stuff like that. Um, but I think that this thing is fascinatingly bad enough that I would expect it to have more of a uh, of a cult following of of badness and i'm sure those circles exist but i'm surprised that more of either the star wars community or just the community who who loves uh fascinating endearing pieces of of bad media um and i guess i fall into that that former camp i'm surprised that there's more people that that aren't like yo this is a this is a good time to just put on with some friends and uh perhaps imbibe or or if you're like me just just uh, try to force yourself to have fun with it and i think i think you can you can have success with this i i wouldn't want to watch it again certainly not by myself and even with people i would think like i would want to skip around and just see certain parts but I, I i am glad i watched it and i went um i went back and watched the cartoon afterwards because i also saw the version Corey saw that didn't have mm -hmm. the cartoon um and I thought the cartoon was really cool, actually. I liked the animation, and um, it, it had this cool kind of, like, angular, rotoscoped, like, 3D sort of style yeah. to it, which is unlike anything I can really think of from that time. And then just the way the colors are, it feels like a, a Saturday morning cartoon based on a, uh, a big property, and I just I love stuff like that. So, um I actually think this this experience was a net positive for me, um, even though th the quality is, is is of course quite bad. the The difference between what Liam is saying and what I am saying, I I think is that over the years I have seen the notable bits of this about eight hundred times in various YouTube videos. Um, so the experience of sitting down, uh to this the the only thing that held the novelty was how long everything truly dragged on for mm. not like the weird little flourishes because mm -hmm. i'd seen them all that makes like, sense yeah, i'd seen a bunch of them but there there were still surprises for me i suppose i haven't seen you it as much were as on you. drugs <laughs> it's not the same 
Well, I don't don't discount my experience. It's not the same. <laughs> we had we had uh, Liam at least had the element of surprise. You were at least high. <laughs> what did I have? I, I had an illness <laughs> at the time. I was sick and miserable. <laughs> is what I was. And Star Wars did not help me. I don't know. Cards I, were stacked against Corey. Yeah, nobody yeah, came in and poured a drink into my fucking head. This B. To, Arthur. To me, there's some like really great sequences, like that B. Arthur, Arthur sequence, like the like the I guess it's like the Goodnight Friend sequence or whatever. Oh um, yeah, I th- I thought that was brilliant. That felt like something out of like a brilliant. Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> genuinely off. great. I hate you. I, I thought that was so genuinely bad. like a really well done sequence and like I was smiling through it the whole thing. And some of the music in this film goes really hard. What that, do you mean? I think it does. Like that <laughs> that one kaleidoscopic sequence with like the woman in like the green gem. It's great. <laughs> Dude, drugs must be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but seems seems like it must be cool. No, I, um, I really enjoyed this movie. I would honestly watch it again. I don't believe you. Like, I think it's a, I think it's a bad fucking. Would you movie. watch it sober? No, no chance. Well then, <laughs> yeah, no chance. Well, fair enough. I mean, there's no chance they made it sober, so why not get on their level? Yeah, why should I give them the? <laughs> you shouldn't. I agree. I did this, so nobody else had to, and I only say I because again, Liam at least had the element of surprise. I think that goes a long way. Not knowing about some of the bits I think would help. But yeah, like, and I took notes and stuff. Like, I was trying to engage uh, Thorpe after all I've done for you. What do you guys think of the decision to not have any of the Wookiee stuff subtitled? I understand it was great in Corey, but like, what do you think of it as a decision? And does. Oh is there God. a chance that this could work? Like, do they do this in other Star no. Wars movies? No, no. Well, I think like, all the uh, Wookiee so, stuff is bullshit in general. So, um, in other Star Wars movies, just to be clear, no, the Wookiees are generally not subtitled. However, there is generally like one Wookiee present and a bunch of other people speaking English. Yeah, and who do they regularly? Do they regularly do that thing that that starts this movie with Han Solo and Chewbacca, where like the human will respond by repeating yes. what the Wookiee yes. says? Because that drives me yeah. nuts. Either repeating or like re- responding in a way that basically also tells you what Chewbacca would have said. Do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Like when like, when yeah. uh, when you film a documentary, I, like you'd ask the I know people you to have repeat to get the quest for life day. Like, um, yeah, I, I yeah, feel no. the same way about your family, pal. So. There's never that I can think of really an instance where like there's just a group of Wookiees discussing something and it goes unsubtitled or not like either not unsubtitled or like immediately explained. Like the anomaly here is that we never at any point are given any sense aside from when somebody who speaks English might show up given a sense of what it is they're saying and it it goes on for minutes and minutes and minutes without interruption which is fucking insane that's crazy 
and I read I read that that a lot of this uh, special was was outsourced, um, you know, to these to these TV special people who who don't uh, don't have a thing related to Star Wars. But I I read that George Lucas that was his decision, and he was adamant about the the subtitling, the lack of subtitling. What do you think? Yeah, about that? I mean, I don't know. George Lucas is wrong a lot. Yeah, he makes a lot of bad choices. Um. George Lucas's whole brand is being like wrong in ways that vary from interesting to embarrassing. So I mean, whatever. Fair enough. Of yeah. Course, of course he did. You know, like of course <laughs> that's what he did. Like I uh when it <laughs> when it first started happening, when you know when when we when we get put in this Wookiee house and there's just uh I realized that there's not going to be subtitles. I thought it was cool at first, and I was wondering how are they going to m- communicate what what they're saying? How are they going to make this clear? What are the Wookiees going to get up to where it's not going to matter that we don't know what they're saying? Because I've certainly seen um, English movies that have foreign bits in them, and they don't subtitle the foreign bits. You know, you're just meant to follow along and get immersed. Um, so yeah, I was, I was, I was, oh yeah, it was cool at first, and then it just keeps going, and it, it becomes the whole crux <laughs> of it, and, and it feels like the subtitles are missing, and it just starts to feel like avant-garde, like how hard they're pushing like, it. It, it felt like on. I was watching like David Lynch's Rabbits or something, yeah. where it's just it so strange. That's a I'm, really not point. I'm not the first person to say this, but if you haven't seen it, you don't understand just how long some of these things go it's unbelievable (laughs) like eight minutes do you know how long eight minutes feels when you're just watching wookies like walk around and make noises and you don't know what any of it is the baby wookies the worst in my do you know how long that feels like david lynch's rabbits not just because it's in English, but I'm sure that helps. But like, I at least feel like there's like an intentional, there's like an intentionality to it that makes it like an interesting artistic statement. This just feels stupid, right? Like this just feels like they should have realized that you know, um, fucking subtitles were going to be a good idea, and then they didn't do that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I I thought it was just it was proof that they were just wasting space in order to uh, hit a runtime, and they were like, "Yeah, CBS kids are stupid. They're not going to care. We're going to get paid in order. We're going to get paid when we submit this. It doesn't matter if it's good." So, so yeah, that was a rough part. That was a rough part. But there are just some wicked, terrifying shots of the Wookies, like close ups, seeing their faces in a way that I didn't know we ever saw Wookie faces. Um, where yeah, they, they just really, look horrific. They do not shy away from the like tight close ups, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I liked that. And they're all practical. Like I'm, I'm sure in the future we get you know some fully CG Wookies, but here that's no, there's a dude in there for sure. Um. And he's trapped, and he wants out. You could tell in his he's eyes. Stuck. Um, yeah, like Mark Hamill seems like he's he turning. Was act- he was like acting up against a tennis ball, like just nothing, just nothing behind his eyes. Um, I wish there was more of him though, because he he is very charismatic. Yeah, I don't think he's. Not charismatic in this. I think he's more charismatic other... than most of the other people present. 
Harrison Ford seems really fucking. It's very funny to me it. that Harrison Ford is in this because we always know the kind of man he is and just know that he would hate that. Um, yeah. So that's like very funny to me. But um, yeah. And then you know Carrie Fisher is just on drugs, like very transparently on drugs. Um, which is fine. I would also probably. I can see the understanding of why why you might do that to get through the holiday special specifically. <laughs> this is um, where it started. But uh <laughs> but um yeah, none of those people are really bringing their game and then like, you know, like Art Carney's here just sort of like goofing off, goofing around, <laughs> fucking around. And he's, he seems so fundamentally out of place. He's having a great time, but is, he does seem like he shouldn't be there. This 1970s sort of lounge lizard type being <laughs> he like just walked uh, in from somewhere else. Yeah. And like it's funny to talk about conceptually, but again, the experience of like watching it alone mm-hmm. in the middle of the afternoon by yourself sober this most sober you've ever been in your life and i am mostly sober most of the time i would say the vast majority of my life i've spent completely sober so whatever the funny to talk about redeeming qualities of this are they do not uh translate to actually watching it is the problem that's why watching a youtube video of it where they point out some of the good parts and uh just sort of let you deal with it is fine you know what i mean i got the experience of this that i needed to get uh through others and now i'm just sort of stuck having to live through the whole thing um which i don't think is what god wanted it's certainly not what i wanted um life's unfair life is very unfair uh the fascist police are searching my house and i'm just gonna watch some shit on my wookie ipad playing games on my wookie ipad watching wookie cartoons um they it is weird watching like the fascist state police tear your room apart. They are fascists, have, and then have the cop say as a joke, "Now go clean your room," and your parents just be completely fine with it. What do you expect? Don't you tell our son to clean his room? Well, no, they would just uh, like walk around and just grunt. I guess. <laughs> God, I I don't I don't fuck with Wookies, dude. I um, do, but just not these ones. What do you guys think of uh, the sexy VR lady? That was my favorite part. The second what? The sexy VR lady. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was that my favorite just because it was so weird. What do you mean, so what do you mean absolutely? That's not an answer. What did, you, what did you think of it? Absolutely. What does that mean? Mitch? I loved Elaborate. It. I loved it. The sexy VR lady, she's a... Uh, that's like the lady in like the green thing. I think well, she had. VR. I think she had like a. She had like a pink kind of hairdo, like placed she's on her, like, like a, a, a pink thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she exists on a cassette tape. Like she's not real. Yeah. Is she wearing a white hat? No, it's pink. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. No, um, I know who you mean. 
Um, There's only one. You couldn't be confusing this for anybody else. That she's, is, she's singing about like her how you can experience her and sense her and stuff. It like touch her stuff. How many arms does she have? Two. Just two, unfortunately. What are you talking? Well, you I don't know, know what like, there sequence was, it is. There was part of the, the film that I was out for, so I'm just trying to. She's got two arms. <laughs> you missed to... the best part. She's I'm got two arms, but there are points where she is superimposed in the background of herself. So maybe you thought that. Oh, was Oh sure, arm, sure, sure. I remember two this arms. I thought the part was kind of mid. Tina, two arms. You just you said absolutely. I just needed to gauge because I, because I, I I was thinking of a different part. Gauge what? <laughs> I thought you were talking about the part where Harvey Corman is in like a is in a commercial or whatever, and he's got clearly like forearms, and two of them are are just someone else hiding underneath a cloak. No, that's the cooking. Yeah, sorry. That's the what cooking. I the cooking part was good too. It is. What do you mean? I mean, I, again, I'd seen it before, so I was just annoyed to be there. I guess, but. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought I thought once we actually like when it was clear we were in a segment. Um, I think that's when I was having the most fun. Whereas this like transient, ephemeral, but like also endless Wookiee plane uh, is where <laughs> it kind of got to be a bit too much. And then some of the segments are are you know uh, not as good, but I think that is also when the segments don't really feel distinct. Like when the Wookiees are just watching the acrobatics, the mm-hmm. tiny little acrobatics. Oh my god! It just you, goes yeah. on. You know, yeah. it, it occurred. It occurred to me that the exterior of the Wookiee house is like very much keeping with what what it looks like later in the series. And the New Hope, yeah, they in, don't in go to three. Yeah, they don't go to Kashyyyk, but the houses look the same. Yeah. So, so I was I was wondering about that, like. It, was the exterior of the Wookiee house a cartoon that was drawn? Might have been the concept like art that was done at one point. I thought it was maybe a painting. Yeah, maybe it a may painting. Be, yeah. So I, I thought when it showed that exterior, we were starting off with the cartoon that they promised us at the beginning. And then when <laughs> when I saw the, the actual Wookiees, I had like whiplash and I was wondering when we're going to get to this cartoon. And I thought that was kind of cool that it the outdoors looked seemed to be a cartoon and the in, indoors wasn't and so if you're saying that it kind of keeps up and looks like that later that's that's cool they do they keep that sort of style so it's it's got that continuity that i that i i was like huh that's interesting same with boba fett's blaster like the the blaster rifle in the cartoon the two-pronged one they don't have that in a new hope but so I'm like, I mean, Boba Fett's not in A New Hope. Like he is. He's briefly in A New Hope. He sits in the corner of the cantina. He's not because he debuted in the cartoon. <laughs> oh, okay. So he thought, is not. I thought he was in the. There's like a scene in A New Hope where he's sitting in the corner of the cantina. Uh, no. Are you sure? Yeah, unless George I'll t- Lucas I'll take like your special edition. Unless he special editioned that in. Um, and we can't rule that out. The the debut was the cartoon. Okay. Character. Thank you for well, clearing I mean, like, that up. Yeah, I'm. I'm not hugely surprised that the design language is consistent with these things because Star Wars's design language has always been fairly consistent. Yeah. Like, if George Lucas was involved in this in any sense, and they were like potentially keeping stuff, like, I'm sure it was meant to be thought alongside of the development that was going into the other two movies in the trilogy at the time. Uh, and like, it's competently made and done like it doesn't look bad or anything and they clearly had some money for this you know and like you know really kind of went for it but uh yeah. 
it's just there's something very like I cannot fathom something like this being made now and not just because we don't have variety shows strictly like this anymore but i'm picturing like i know the guardians of the galaxy just got a holiday special i believe um and that i guess is an example of like a big ip like going out of its way to do a special but like that's gonna be like a a distinctly you know out of universe like we're just doing a bit like we're just getting everybody together and like doing christmas stuff what's so weird about this one is like the entertainment value isn't meant to come from like fictional characters are doing the holidays it's meant to come from like we've used star wars as a framing device so you can watch diane carol sing like that's what's Mm -hmm. weird the weirdest part isn't just that they're doing the holidays in star wars it's that they're doing the holidays in Star Wars so you can watch a circus act in a Jefferson Starship. Like, it's so bizarre. And I don't see... It's like, nonsensical. Like, that... Like, IP would never be leveraged that way now. So it's very strange. And I think it's just these little quirks that you're pointing out that made me enjoy the film all the more. Because it's just so perplexing. It's full of decisions that don't make sense. Yeah, you know, that that's sort of what got me, too, in the 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 ip nature of it all like nowadays we there's so much so much ip but a lot of it is um very calculated and uh there are teams who have who have a whole lot to study and 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 base their decisions off of to ensure that it has um some sort of threshold of quality and that it's going to make money whereas this feels like um they were just like oh star wars came out we have a chance here. Uh, we're just going to do whatever we can do to get it out there. Um, and it, it reminded me a lot of um, Saturday morning cartoons. And here in, here in our city, we have a theater that occasionally, it's an independent theater, and occasionally it'll, it'll have a Saturday morning cartoon uh, day where you show up at like 10 a.m. and they have um, a buffet table of cereal and they'll play a curated three-hour... Um, block of cartoons from the 70s and 80s with commercials from that time period um and you're just seeing stuff that you've never heard of like cartoons that are based off movies that you didn't know had cartoons and it just has this flavor about it that that doesn't really exist anymore or at least Mm -hmm. isn't in um isn't in the mainstream anymore you know i'm sure there's there's so much stuff uh buried in netflix meant to occupy kids but but back at this time uh the stuff made to occupy kids there was only so much of it so it had a lot of eyes on it even though it was wasn't meant to last very long it was just meant to be there and entertain you for half an hour or in this case unfortunately for 70 minutes and um (laughs) i just think it it has a it, it does have a nice bit of charm to it and if this was a 40 minute special I think I'd I'd be more likely to to put it on occasionally, and I think it actually might have a better reputation. I think it's it's uh, it's a shame that they they padded it out, but I think that also just speaks to the likely the money making um, aspect of it and the, the commercials that they jammed in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really honestly, I, I don't have very much more to say about this movie. <laughs> You know, I mean, <laughs> what you don't want to give the fucking backstory for how Itchy and Mala got married. 
I'm going to be careful not to hurt myself on the sharp edges that you're putting out now. <laughs> you did. This is your fault. Mitch oh, loves it, though. He has no regrets. He harmed me. Don't. Don't he did this, this to me. This is about me. Dude. You signed the podcast contract, my friend. Man, I gotta, I gotta say, the sound effect for the Imperial Alert, like it comes out intermittently when the guards have something to say. <laughs> ah, like it's, it's the worst fucking sound ever. Yeah, that's, like, the, that's I, the sound uh, that fascists would create. Yeah, just intolerable. Real fucking pieces of shit. You know what I don't like? Tell me if you've ever heard this. Movie. I don't like the Empire. Bad dudes. Yeah, they're bad guys. <laughs> bad guys. Bad guys. Bad so, guys. Tell me bad this. Dude. Do you guys think, <laughs> know, knowing me, um, that I should continue and, and just fill out my Star Wars uh, journey and watch the rest of the movies or what? No. I mean, if you want to. You've gone this far with like I mean if you want yeah like there's no, a lot now like I, I I don't desperately want to like it's it it doesn't really feel like it's my thing but I'm also not opposed to it I mean so many people love it and like there must be some really cool stuff in there um so I'm just I'm just wondering if you think that if you think that there's cool enough stuff in there that like it's worth it and and worth me going on that ride because i did i liked the first one when i saw it you know i was many years ago at this point but i i did like it more than i more than i thought it would i would but i also didn't like it enough to to keep going yeah i mean i think because there's so much of it now it depends on what you want to get out of it like because i i would say you could just watch the next two, which is to say The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and then just stop if and you be wanted. Fine. Or, like, you could just skip that and just go, like, watch the prequels. And then you'd also be fine. Like, it's a sort of different kind of thing, but not entirely. Uh, some people like those movies a lot. Some people think they're garbage. They're at least, like, divisive in an interesting way. Uh, there's a fuck ton of spinoffs now. There's like three long running TV shows, and now there's like three different ongoing TV shows on Disney Plus. Like, I don't know if you feel like getting into all that, then like, sure, you know. So, do you do you guys like Star Wars? What's the deal here? Uh, when I was a kid, I loved Star Wars, but I lately not so much. I liked I the I haven't seen the latest one. I saw the one that Ryan Johnson did, like the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um. The latest but, ones, uh, the last one they did in that trilogy is like one of the like most miserable movie theater going experiences I've ever had. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do it. I, they should have just played the holiday that, special. Deadass. That movie, uh, Rise of Skywalker fucking sucks. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think Rogue One is genuinely great. And there's a TV show on Disney Plus right now that is like very closely related to that and is basically just they made a political thriller inside of Star Wars. Uh, so if you want that out of your stars, you can kind of get anything you want out of Star Wars now. Um, I would love to know what you think of hating Christensen, Anakin Skywalker, but I am asking True. you to watch five movies, but I would love to know what you think of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was in an episode of Goosebumps. I like him. The he actor plays Anakin in two of the movies. Um, but you would need the context, so uh, 
you would have to watch five of them uh to get there but um the reason i say that is because uh the prequels were widely considered uh at the time of their release to generally be terrible uh but there has been a huge wave in more recent years to reclaim the prequels and kind of uh defend them and restate that there's actually greatness to be had in there <laughs> um and one of the big parts of that has been the anakin character and by extension uh hitting christensen this re- reclamation wow. went so hard that they made an obi-wan show and they fucking brought Hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor back like, that's true um i would be curious to know your thoughts on his performance and the character because you strike me as someone who may find more to like in the prequels than dislike i agree However, i think that, that yeah it has that sort of 2000s edge that's kind of uh yeah i think you might like it if you like stuff that was uh, very blatantly shot in a green screen i've got incredible news uh, I have seen some of those clips where, like, the whole room is is, and there's just two people generated. standing in an otherwise completely computer generated room. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like Spy Kids three energy. Yeah, I think you would probably. I think you would enjoy the original two movies you haven't seen just fine, and probably find weird things to like in the prequels. To be honest with you, I am kind of like over Star Wars right now. I like Star Wars fine. Same. Uh, I'm a. I, there's some stuff about Star Wars that I like a lot. Um, there's too much of it, uh, for me to feel like I can keep up with it. And it's also been discoursed online to death, to the point where it just makes it something I don't want to engage with at all because people have made that experience absolutely miserable. Um, especially with the most recent three films that they did. But um, I mean, you've got none of the baggage, so to just like be curious, like there's way worse things you could be doing with your time but like you've also made it like 25 26 years into your life or whatever so you know it would not be the end of the world if you didn't um all right well if i make if i make any uh any steps forward i will i will update the podcast on my star wars journey yeah I'm the most interested i would be to hear you talk about star wars would be to hear you specifically talk about hating christensen but that's like several movies away. So if you don't get there anytime soon, that's fine. I did uh, when I was a kid um, around the time those prequel movies were coming out, like 2001 or something. I had a pair of Darth Maul sandals that I really liked. I thought Darth Maul was the coolest. I never saw Darth the Maul movies, but I liked cool. his look. So so I'm kind of down. So Darth Maul is in one movie and then comes back for like two different cartoons. So there's a lot of Darth Maul available to you if you want it. And he's never been brought back in the flesh? Not no. to my knowledge. Well, he, wow. he gets cut in half. Yeah, and then they bring him back in the Clone Wars and stuff. He's got in Rebels. He's got uh, robot legs. Wow. Yeah. So uh, he's also got um, a, some sort of relative. I don't actually know the relation, uh, but uh, whose name they're like a yellow Darth Maul and their name is Savage Oppress, which is one of the <laughs> wow. funniest character names I've ever heard in my life. That sounds like a character generated name. Like, <laughs> it's a like, real thing. Savage Oppressed. <laughs> it's like a Mad Lib or something. Um, so trust me, there's a lot of Star Wars out there. You can look at. And that's to say nothing of the books and the comic books and the fucking a billion other things. 
Um, yeah, dude, so much. I'm I'm down to at least wade through the main movies. I do find it interesting that like you guys have seen a lot of that stuff, um, and it's so popular. But you're not like Liam. Like you got to see at least this one movie. Like this is a killer movie. You know what you I mean? You made it this far without it. Like yeah. Uh, like I feel because I wouldn't tell anybody you should just watch. Like, if your favorite one was Empire Strikes Back, I wouldn't say you should just go watch Empire Strikes Back because, like, you need the other two. But am I going to tell somebody you need to go sit down and watch six movies, nine movies? Like, no, I'm probably not going to suggest that. If you've made it your entire life without doing that, I'm not going to suddenly go, oh, my God, it's like the parable of our time. You need to go watch these 12 Star Wars movies. Because some people would say that, I'm sure. I don't know like you again I, the thing I'm focusing on is like if you've made it this far without really feeling compelled then like okay you know you're probably gonna live without it um and uh, I, I do mean, go yeah. to sleep with a slight emptiness in my chest though Corey and maybe you that's could, it you could maybe fill that with sand from the planet Hoth. Uh, Hoth has snow. Fuck! I really tried. I thought I, thought, I, thought I killed it. I thought I killed uh, it. But sand famously, uh, it's coarse and rough, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> and I hate them. I, I hate, hate them. And he hates them. Uh, this is all Anakin Skywalker. We're talking about the thing I am most interested in hearing you talk about is Anakin Skywalker. Um, I killed so, the sand people. But that is uh three to five movies from now depending on your approach so okay because you could just go watch the prequels but he doesn't show up until the yeah, second prequel. i will be most interested <laughs> i would be most interested to hear liam talk about revenge of the sith yeah in the first movie so in phantom menace uh it's jake lloyd and then the two movies after that it's uh hating christensen i always forget that that they had a switch well, he, yeah, just because had, they had a little kid, Anakin, and then they had... Yeah. A, yeah. Um, oh, shit. No, you're right, 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 right. Yeah, because yeah. he grows up. He By grew the up. end of The Phantom Menace, is he is he grown? I don't remember. Uh, No, he shows up in the second one. Right, because there's and a whole... He's, there's he's a just like, I'm tall thing. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 basically. And Ewan McGregor's got a beard. <laughs> like, And then now we know time has passed. Um, and they're, they're in, there's so many horrible Senate... See the Senate, um, but yeah, like I'm most interested in hearing you talk about those. But that's not me saying those are the best movies or the ones you need to watch. Right? They're no, the yeah. ones I'm the most interested in hearing you talk about. I know, I know so. what you mean, and and they're honestly the ones I've probably heard the most about. Just like growing up on the internet and message boards and stuff, I do know about uh, Jake Lloyd and and how people. Uh, detested him and yeah he had a really tough go of it and yeah so i won't rule it out so i picked the next movie um what have you got up your sleeve oh god uh payback i think <laughs> um i think what i have up my sleeve oh cory this might sleeve. backfire on you i hope you consider that often do how, how backfire how like it might be great no, no, no! You, fine. you, you might hate it just as oh, much might. as you hate. I this. might, I might, I might. But you're willing to go I down. Might. If we go down, we go down together. You say <laughs> you're coming with me, dude. Um, 
I had never heard of the movie Silent Night, Bloody Night. Oh, really? Yeah. Had okay. you? Yeah. Have you seen it? No, no. It's been on my list for years, though. Okay. Yeah, I'd so, heard of the one from the 70s, too. Yeah, so Silent Night, Bloody Night uh, sounds cool. It's like a holiday slasher before Black Christmas, maybe? Um, what year? 72? That's really early. Like, way early. Fucking uh, Mary Warrenov is in it, apparently. Fuck yeah, eating Raul? Yeah. Hell yeah, Raul baby. and Night of the Comet. Mary yeah. Bland, let's go. Mary Warnov's in that as well. She's one of those scientists in that part of the, the boring so, part of the movie. Wonderful actor. Um, so there's a yeah early slasher, very early slasher. It's it's public domain and everything. Silent Night, Bloody Night. Uh, set around Christmas. Uh, what if I told you that that movie was made in 1972? Yeah. Yeah. What if I told you that in 2014? Oh no. I, no, fuck, I know this. There keep was going. A, there was a direct sequel made. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Wikipedia page for this movie is six lines of text long in totality. <laughs> um, which which I think is pretty fucking six sick. lines. <laughs> And so that's, that's less than Carrie Fisher did in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, like, I don't have any attachment to this movie. I just heard about it, looked it up. It does appear to be a movie that was shot entirely on digital and has fake film scratches put as an overlay over the entire movie. Like how fake? Extremely, but it's fake like a plug-in. I can live with that. The poster. Do you want to see the poster? Yeah, send you it in the to, chat. Do you want to see the poster? Send it in the chat. I'm dying to see it. Okay. Hang on. It's not letting me save you have a, a picture. very mischievous kind of... <laughs> We're all about to have a, what I'm expecting to be a horrible time. Man, this Christmas um, season is just has none of the holiday cheer. It's just like, who can pick the worst fucking movie? You started with this! It's true. That was, that's and then true. I already know what Liam is picking, and that's going to be fucking agony. And I'm, so. like, and I'm like, who could have done this? And meanwhile, I am the instigator. So, oh, Silent well. Night, Bloody Night 2 Revival. Oh, Christ. Starring from a very Brady Christmas. <laughs> I could have made this in my basement. Ah, so this is what we're watching. Uh, it's Silent Night, Bloody Night 2, starring Jennifer Runyon from A Very Brady Christmas. And it says that right on the poster. She's the only actor on the poster. Yeah, the rest so of the space is just used to say her credits. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch the original just to make this one more palatable and maybe make me angry. Because I feel like if I'm angry, I often come in stronger. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing this out of spite. Uh, but also, I'm genuinely kind of curious. I was telling Liam, something that we've never really done or dealt with much is, like, the direct-to-video equivalent of the mid-2010s, which is that, like, shot on digital, like, really cheaply made, but sort of makes up, 
looking like mm. a YouTube video. We haven't had to deal with a lot of that. So on the one hand, I'm genuinely curious about it for that reason. On the other hand, I am uh, judging a book by its cover and thinking that I can make you watch something unpleasant. Good. That is the that is my on and like look if you're if you made this movie and you're listening, I haven't seen it yet and I'm open to be proven wrong. But I've got assumptions. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do because I'm human. Human. I'm human. I'm human. Who me? I'm human. Who me? Who? Who me? I'm human. I'm human. Who me? <laughs> I'm human. I like life day. Hey, who me? Oh, don't look at me started about life day. Oh my Happy god! Happy life day, baby. I oh, brought I oh brought the Cheetos. God. Oh my god! It's like, <laughs> dude, are you telling me it's a life day, bro? Oh my Happy god. life day, everything. Oh, oh my god! It's life day, bro. <laughs> life day. <laughs> Mitch, what do you want to plug, dude? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's live day. <laughs> Was it the Kool-Aid, oh, man? Oh, it's live day. I'm Bruce Springsteen. That is not what the boss sounds like. I don't think Liam can weigh in here. <laughs> I don't think that's what the boss sounds like either. <laughs> Famously, sort of not what the boss The world like. would be a lot better if the boss voiced the Kool-Aid man, but he doesn't. <laughs> The Kool-Aid Man was voiced by Bruce Springsteen and they both sounded like that. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, Happy Live Day in New Jersey. <laughs> it's uh, You're doing a lot more of like a, uh, a, a butt a rock like, Nickelback thing. That was Nickelback as fuck, dude. I'll give a nickel to you for that. Um, Liam, do you have anything you'd like to play? Mitch is just singing Creed back there. It was Star Wars in 1978, yeah. Uh, I got a film writing alter ego, Graham the Haunted Marshmallow. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterbox. My username is Graham the Mallow. The Mallow, you say? That's right. I've recently updated all my uh, all my ratings. I had skipped a good yeah, number of ratings recently. Yeah, now is the time. Recently. Now's the so, time to go check them out. Go have some fun. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Mr. Corey Price. You can uh, listen to the other podcast. Well, I don't know what voice this is. You can listen to the other podcast that I'm Life day. Life day. Uh, you can listen to the other podcast that I make on Life Day. <laughs> Every Life Day, here's a podcast for you. <laughs> it's like rain. <laughs> on your Life Day. <laughs> It's free ride when you're stuck up in space. <laughs> it's the Chewbacca's family. Get mad at a name. Isn't that, that ironic? <laughs> um, um, fuck. Oh my god. Um, Okay, uh, I do MK PodQuest with our friend Neil about uh, Mortal Kombat ephemera and also other ephemera. Uh, coming up, we're doing a Sailor Moon episode, if that tickles your fancy. Um, 
Let's do a podcast about Formula One called Strat 2 with our friend Callum. F1's in the offseason, but we've done some 2022 wrap-up stuff. If you go to MortalCombatConquest.ca, you'll find all of it. Um, Every single last bit of it. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to this episode of the Life Day Podcast. You can find us all over the internet on Twitter at TheyMadeAnother, which is all one word, not a letterbox, that TMAO, which has not been updated, I think, since the original Star Wars movies came out. Uh, you can find episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple. And, oh, we have an Instagram now as well, actually. Yeah, we're doing uh, that now. Getting off we're Twitter, doing Instagram now, just in case. Uh, <laughs> at They Made Another. Um, you can find episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, and everywhere else as They Made Another One. You can reach us via email at tmaopodcast.gmail.com with recommendations for future episodes, questions, comments. And if we made it into your Spotify wrapped, I know that actually happened like a week ago but we still want to see it so if we're into spotify rap let us know our fantastic thumbnail art and it's christmas remix is done by jade dickinson you can find on instagram at jade sketches and you will hear on an upcoming episode of this show imminently we are just trying to figure out which one uh with all that out of the way we'll be back for i think a very special episode of the podcast next week and they made another one <laughs>